They got banana bread. You can't go wrong with banana bread. That's a good thing. How are you doing? Horse. Lost your voice. Oh, no. Oh, so it affected. No, fun. Okay. What's going on? Please. I'm sure they can do it just like that, right? There you go. There you go. Well, it's time to get, we're going to start, so I'd get my, I'd get my bread. I don't know if I can get this group. Is that what it is, my outside voice? All right, we're going to get started. But I'm going to have some crowd participation, so you're, you're still going to be able to talk. It's just going to be a, for, for all of us, I guess. Please move, yeah, move forward wherever you want. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope we're all doing well this morning. Hopefully, more will join us as we uh, as we uh, eagerly anticipate their arrival. But uh, but before we start, we need to start off with a word of prayer. So let's uh, let's pray. Lord God, we just thank you so much for this time together uh, around your word. Uh, We pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand it and apply it to our lives, but we thank you so much that it breathes into us new life. We thank you for that breath of your word, and we pray, Lord, that you would bless us this morning to uh, see it, understand it, and apply it to our lives. Be with us. We thank you for your word, and bless us this morning as we talk about it and as we look into it. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. The book of Acts. But I have Acts of dot, dot, dot. So who, what is the book of Acts about? You, anybody know? Acts of the Holy Spirit. But what is it often in the Bible? Acts of the Apostles, right? So I, you know, I, I did the dot, dot, dot because... It says usually Acts of the Apostles, but really it's the Acts of God, and as somebody said, it's really the Acts of God, the Holy Spirit, and it's really the Acts of God, the Holy Spirit, through the Apostles, right? It's kind of how it ends up being, but I had a little dot, dot, dot there because it, it, it can be confusing, I think, uh, as you think about what it is. But my first question to start us out, what's your most memorable passage from the book of Acts? One eight. What is that? Oh, what? Okay, let's look it up. One eight. What's one eight? Oh, that's the uh, that's the main one. You gonna? Are you gonna? You gonna make us? Uh... She can't talk, but she wanted one eight. I think we're gonna talk about one eight, but we can look at one eight anyway. But you will see power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Okay. Happens to be the whole theme of the book of Acts, but great. Any other memorable passages? I like the end of chapter 2 where God was um, 
Oh, the number as they grew. Yeah. Daily. Hmm. Daily. That is, that's, that's the power of God right there, right? Daily? Wow. It's not just on Sunday, right? Anyway. Any other memorable passages? 242. Is that the one? Well, Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Any other memorable ones? Anybody else have? The attention of Christ at the event that he looked up and saw the heavens. Okay. Oh, Stephen looked up. But what was your? What, what were you saying? Oh, okay. He was there. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The connection between Christ and Stephen at the stoning. Okay. Good. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was... 238 even. Is that the children? Yeah. Covenant promise. I know that one. Children and... Okay. Any other memorable ones? I, these are great. Well, you guys got axed down. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're ready to do whatever you want. That's right. Yeah. What's next? That's right. Tell me what to do. I want to know what's next. This is so good. Okay. A lot of memorable passages. I like that. Good. Well, let's get to some nitty-gritty here, right? So Luke is the author. I mean, he starts right off saying, in my former book, so there's, this is the second book of a two-book series, right? So he started off with Luke and, uh, and then continues, you know, gets through the, the gospel, and then he starts with the early church, basically, in Acts. And he writes it to Theophilus, and Theophilus, we don't know a lot about Theophilus. Um, maybe he was a Christian. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> he's writing this to him to maybe explain more uh, as he's learning about the Christian faith. Possibly he was a, a, an official, government official, maybe. Because he, he calls him most excellent Theophilus, so he only addresses officials in that status of most excellent so we don't know a lot about him but that's about as much as I can find on Theophilus oh there you go yeah okay yeah 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 okay so it could be in general not necessarily a specific Okay. Maybe because Yeah. It was interesting looking into him a little bit, uh, but there's just not a lot out there. It's a lot of speculation. It's Right. 
That's true. Yeah. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What's amazing is we still have it today. That, I mean, that's kind of the cool thing. He's writing it to Theophilus, but guess what? <laughs> you get it too. You know, I mean, we all get it. It's, it's pretty amazing that it's still with us today, and he wrote it for him, but we all get a little taste of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely inspirational. It's been in, it's been in the uh, canon for as long as the canon's been around. Written between 61 and 64 for the date. Purpose. Um, to provide a history of the early church, definitely. Emphasis of the book is the fulfillment of the Great Commission, as it was talked about. Apostles being Christ's witnesses to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. The book sheds a lot of light on the gift of the Holy Spirit. It talks about the Holy Spirit a lot. <laughs> uh, who empowers, guides, teaches, and serves as our comforter and counselor. So kind of a basic purpose of the book of Acts. A little outline. Um, there was a much simpler outline that I found. It was just basically two things, but I like this one. Uh, basically, the beginning of the church, the first chapter, church in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, 9 through 12, and to the ends of the earth, 13 through 28. The two part was it divided it at 9, and it said basically the church at home and the church abroad, so, which was pretty easy, but I like this one because it's very biblical for that 1-8. Now, key verses. Um, yeah, I don't know if you all can help me out to read. Uh, start out with uh, Acts 1.8. Um, anybody willing to read the first one here? Okay, good. Um, who has been a powerful witness in, in your lives? Can you, can you look at your life and think of who's been a powerful witness for you personally? <laughs> and you think about it. Parents, pretty big. I would say my mom, too. She shared the four spiritual laws with me in 1974, and that was a big witness for me, I'll tell you that. Anybody else? Big witnesses. Powerful. Grandmother. Grandmother, yeah. Good. Anybody else? An uncle. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing the effect that we can have 
on people's lives, and I, you know, I wonder if he even knew, you know, what kind of effect he had maybe during those formidable years. It's incredible. Any other powerful witnesses? That's amazing. When you think, when you stop and think about the, the witnesses in your own life and how God has worked in your life, to kind of see behind the scenes a little bit how God was working. It's, I don't know if we take enough time to think about that, but it's it's good. Anybody else? Any other powerful witnesses that you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's easy to see. Mm. Right. Wow. Man, I love hearing that the public schools, that, they probably prayed before class and everything back then even. No? Okay. A moment of silence. Okay. Well, it's nice to know that, you know, we come from, the public schools had some good things because it's gotten a little out of hand. <clears throat> any uh, any other powerful witnesses anybody wants to talk about? I had a friend in college who was a, a bus driver, and he was a retired missionary. Oh. And uh, he showed me how to do it. Really? Okay. Yeah, that discipleship is is huge, isn't it? Really, because you, you you might know some basic things, but really where the rubber hits the road, how to live a Christian life, you, you need somebody to kind of come alongside you, and and it's so helpful. And uh, you just don't know the effect that you're going to have, uh, that maybe that he had on you even. Yeah, it's incredible. That's cool. 
Any other powerful witnesses that you want to talk about this morning? I love that. Powerful witnesses. You'll receive power. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those tracks. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's powerful witnesses when you stop and look at it in your life uh, that God's had. Um, it's impressive to think about. And, and now we're, you know, the apostles were witnesses, obviously. Power of the Holy Spirit working through them to basically change the world. But the Holy Spirit's still working today through you and me and our witness um, today. Well, the second uh, verse that I have, Acts 2-4, anyone want to read that as we move on slowly but surely here? Okay, thanks. Um, hmm. I start this out with a yes or no question, but it has a follow-on question. Um, is the gift of tongues evident today? It's an easy. There you go. There you go. And my my follow up was how, but that's a that's a good point. And people definitely have a gift to learn languages, and and uh, it it is evident today, in that way I, that I see. Um, any other thoughts about the gift of tongues that you might have? Obviously, it is in scripture here, so. I don't know if anybody has any thoughts or experiences or Right. There are Pentecostal 
right? And we have God's word today, you know, so it's, uh, I think that's the amazing thing, even about this whole Sunday school is, you know, eating this book, you know, it, God's word is with us. And, uh, you know, even, even tongues or heavenly languages aren't going to add necessarily uh, to it, uh, but because we already have his very word, so I don't know how much necessarily we need to add to that. <laughs> Nothing at all, actually. It's complete. So, um, anyway, I figured we'd talk about that just a little bit because eh, Presbyterians aren't aren't always happy to talk about these things. So it's kind of fun to talk about. Let's go to the uh, the next verse, four twelve. Anybody else willing to read that one? I know, you know, I probably should have prefaced, you know, this, this whole morning with, there's no way we're going to exhaust this book, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not going to happen, I'm just choosing a few verses to, uh, that I thought would, you know, be good to talk about, so, so my question on this verse, um, where do people, trying to make it feel a little bit further away from you than where do you, but uh, where do people seek salvation today? Where do people, maybe even you, seek salvation today? Good works, that's a big one. Almost every religion seeks salvation through doing something, right? Got to do something. Even, even many Christians. Yeah. Anywhere but Christ, okay? That's a lot of places. That does cover it all. It's kind of scary, though. You know, that just shows you what we can worship, right? The idols that we worship, we, we can find anywhere. This chair, I could just say, you know, let's worship the chair. Okay. I see the hand. But where did that salvation actually come from, right? <laughs> I mean, he can work. He can work through a donkey, you know. So I mean, he he can work through anything, but but it's only through him. Yeah, it's only through him, right? interesting because well I'm not going to get into the theology of the Titanic <laughs> movie I was just made me think of many other things what was that oh, right 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 get off that door yeah nature right yeah getting back to Nature, you know, yeah, Mother Nature. To find, to find ourselves. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, God has given us these things. They're beautiful, right? But they don't salvation. He created them. Yeah, but they don't give what we really need, do they? But it's cool to look at. It's beautiful what he created, even ourselves, as we worship ourselves quite often. Amen to that. Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing that he adopts us. I mean, when you, when you say that we're, we belong, but it's not just, hey, come on over. <laughs> you know, we want to eat together or something. It's no, I, I, <laughs> I want to give you everything. The inheritance is everything I have, and now you're my son and daughter. You know, that, that's how much we belong. You know, it's not just a little bit. We are hmm. somewhere else. Hmm. That's true. Yeah. There is a social aspect, isn't there, to that? Where we, we, it's, it feels good to belong into a group. And, and even church can feel that way, right? This, is this just a, a group that I belong to? <laughs> you know, did I choose this group? <laughs> you know, I mean, are, are you my friends? You know? Yeah, they're just being nice, maybe. I don't know, you know? But it, really, it's God's grace, because we didn't choose these people. God did, Right? And they're not just friends, they're brothers and sisters in Christ, you know. Not that we're perfect. Not one of us is perfect. But we can commiserate together in our, you know. Mm, amen. Yeah. They're communes. They're, they're communes. They're, they're so tight that way. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. No, that's good. Good news. Yeah. I think a lot of it's people that are sick with the flu and the surgery and all that stuff. That might be. Mm. Because it's not only really a model for trying to look at our loved ones mm. that are in, you know, in contact with us. But it's how they're handled and how loving they are. Good. 
No, I, I love the discussion. This is great. And, and, and I think it's just amazing how many things that we do seek to find salvation. You know, the, the, the variety of, as sinful humans, we just are reaching out, you know, for something. And, but only in Christ can we find that true fulfillment. So, all right, we got a few more verses. Yeah, we got, we got plenty of time. Anybody want to read the 4, 19 through 20? Good, thanks. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if, if you want to answer this or not, but uh, who do you obey? Who do you obey? Is that <laughs> sink house? Not. Not. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's good. I like that. Right? Obey the orders. Oh, right, 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 right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess then the next, the next question would be, what do you fear, what do you serve, you know, after that then. And it is, it's, it's hard, you know, when you look at your life, because all of us fail. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's how uh, to seek him first. Does that mean you're always seeking him first or you, you, the effort, what he's done in your heart, when your life, that you are seeking him with your life? Um, I don't know. This, this question got me. I, I was just like, yeah, you know, sometimes I seek the Lord. Sometimes I don't, you know. And that, that And the passages we have from David on his repentance are some of the best passages for us today in, in, in repentance. So, yeah. Any other thoughts? Yeah, that's a pretty hard one. Um, let's move on then. Acts 9. Okay, thanks. Um, I, obviously, the conversion of Saul. I, I don't know if anyone wants to get into a little testimonial period here, but any conversion stories that you might have about how the Lord has worked in your life? I remember growing up in the church, uh, we would often 
uh, before the evening service really started, we'd have testimonies. Uh, and I think that was, that was kind of a big thing that built our church because when you have people coming up forward almost every week saying, hey, the Lord, this is how the Lord worked in my life, it just makes it so much more real, you know? And you just get that all the time, and it just, it just made room for the Holy Spirit to just work. Um, but I don't know if anyone wants to share there how the Lord has worked in their life. Yeah. Many years ago, when I was first on training, there was a group of people, including the pastor, I got to travel to Africa on a car trip. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we were staying in Africa with some investors who were going to have their church. And not where you are because of where traffic was, but only because of the grace of God. Mm. A little humbling. Yeah. I think we all need that. Very humbling. It is humbling. But it's good to be adjusted, <laughs> rebuked, if you will, almost, uh, with in love. He he meant it in love. He didn't want to just humiliate you. He wanted he's pointing you to the one. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. Anybody willing to share how the Lord changed their life? Praise the Lord. It's amazing. The Lord is working. That's, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's awesome. Anybody else? How the Lord's worked in your life? To bring you here to Sunday school this morning? Hmm. <laughs> it was the most awkward thing. <laughs> it was wonderful, by the way, on the way out of the place this morning, I 
No, yeah, that's awesome. It's amazing, yeah. I, I just think about once I worked in Papua New Guinea, mm -hmm. and they had a lot of missionaries. Oh yeah. And they taught young kids how to speak English, and they started. Hmm. And one of the students they taught, he worked at our camp, and he speaks English, and they learned how to speak because he used it in his radio operator. Hmm. And so from Mara Mel Christ. guy I worked with really liked him. He wanted to take him home to California to be with his wife and kids. Well, he got my passport. Hmm. And so since he had a passport and he could speak English and he knew filing and he knew the radio, Papua New Guinea put him in a program to go to Australia to get his college degree hmm. and radio and all that. Yeah. I left for two and a half years in New Guinea and I came back and he was in the office in Port Moresby with Kenny and Thomas Cooper. In communications, and he ended up becoming the head of communications for Papua New Guinea. Wow! And it just—it was amazing to see, because hmm. like I say, he didn't know what God was saying. He yeah. started, he was scared to death. He was shaking, thirty two weeks of big shaking. Yeah. And never seen him there at another culture. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He became—he was a cougar. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what. I mean, I never really moved up to the culture yet. Right. It's just amazing that all this hmm. fell, fell in place. Yeah. Yeah. Without a passport, he couldn't have done nothing. Right. He couldn't go there. Sure, there's no birth certificates. Oh, right, because yeah, they're in the no jungle. Birth certificates in the world, the jungle, yeah, in the so, jungle. You know, it took a lot of work to get his hmm. passport. That's amazing how the Lord works yeah, in any of our lives. That's good. Anybody else? Any other conversion stories or testimonies that you'd like to share? That's good, and I appreciate that. It is all connected, but it's hard to see it until you see it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I appreciate that. Any other uh, testimonies? Testimonials? Yeah.
That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. No, that's great. Yeah, each, each of us, if, if you believe, each of us has a story of how that, that came into being in your heart and in your life. And I just, as I look out and see all the stories, it, it's, it's amazing to me how God has worked and continues to work. It gives me great joy. <laughs> it's amazing how he works. Well, we got one last verse, and we're nearing our end, so that's probably a good thing. Um, Acts 16.31, anyone? What you said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Okay, yeah, not too long, nice short verse. Thanks for reading that. Um, where does belief or faith come from? Okay. Okay, good. Um, who, who does the believing then? Okay, he puts it in you. It what? Regeneration. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why did God choose you? Hey, you're welcome. I'm here for you today. I won't be here all week. Yeah, that's, that's not easy, is it? It is, and so therefore he loves us. Yeah. There's something in the relationship there. But it's not because he saw that we were going to be awesome. It's just that he was interested. Yeah, we're kind of not awesome. And then he still loves us. Yeah. <laughs> is really how that works, right? Yeah. The awesomeness, as we heard earlier, is not so awesome, right? It, we're kind of humbled. Right. You know, would not have allowed him to display his grace in this world. That's true. It's a phrase of his glorious grace, as it keeps repeating over the last. It does. His glory is full, but this gives him somehow more yeah. glory yeah. by bringing us into his fold, into his family. Anybody else on why God chose you? I don't know why I like that question. It's a, it's a fun question to ponder for me for some reason. Why me? If I would have been doing the choosing, I don't know if I would have chose me.
There's a period not there. Oh. Well, I think that's 30. Well, I, I, I'd have, I guess I'd have to look it up. You will be saved, you and your household, right. That's right, in addition to it. It's not before it, but it's after it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but. Right. Well, and the covenant, I mean, really is stretched out to include the household is, is really the the good news that you're you're born into a covenant family and if if you have a believing family or household so. you still have to believe yeah yeah you, you don't yeah you don't inherit faith you got to have that faith yeah Sure. Right. Yeah, faith is not stagnant that way, right? Dead faith it doesn't. It's not really. It doesn't work that way, right? You really touched on so many things there. I mean, I anyway, it's uh, it's a lot to unpack, um, but it is. It's a continuous thing, whether it's sanctification or the verb being something that's happened in the past and continues. It, it's it, that's the Christian life, really. Um, we all have to have that point in time, but now we gotta working out that salvation. And, it, and it's, it is a verb, it is an action, it's something that we do every day. 
you don't just become a Christian and sit in your lazy boy and, and then die someday. You know, it just, it, that's not how it works. Right. They didn't have that call to be able to renounce it. Right. Hey man, I got to take my Bible. Remember? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Not when I got saved. And a lot of those people are like, I'm still so close to my faith. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just somehow I, I am a Christian. Mm-hmm. Fuzzier, yeah. Um, but but sometimes faith grows over time, mm-hmm. you know. And it's hard to do an autopsy of that and say, well, was I if I was if I died at this exact date, would I have been saved mm. a week later or a month later? Mm. Sometimes it's a little bit tougher to mm. to know about that. But but I think it's a question of can you say today? That's it. Yeah. That grace in your heart every day. That's it. And then you will be saved on the last day when yeah. Jesus comes again. So it's anyway. I just point that out to yeah. some of us uh, who grew up in the faith. Yeah. And maybe I mean I can point to little maybe seasons or moments or events like maybe a summer camp or this happened right. or that happened where I kind of felt the jolt and mm-hmm. I. No, that's true. Oftentimes I wish that there was another book for that. Another one, huh? (laughs) You get the. You know, the book of Acts gives people coming to the Lord uh as sort of a model for a person to come to faith in the Lord. I'm wondering what those people did. Hmm. How how did they, you know, you read about Timothy and so on. Right, right, that generations. Well, we're still in the church today, so. It worked. <laughs> it worked, to some degree. <laughs> I mean, that's the good news. It, you know, God's grace continues. But you're right. I mean, it, it, it's something that we all have to search our own hearts, and, and that faith, we have to trust in him, repent, remember what he's done for us, his death, resurrection. Yeah. There was another, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's really good news. <laughs> we need that magnet. Was there somebody else that had something over here? Anybody? I thought there was somebody else over here. Those are good. Oh, our time is just about done here. Did I have any? Nope. Just the last little application here. 
God can do amazing things through ordinary people. He empowers us uh, through his spirit. The book of Acts shows how God essentially took a group of fishermen and used them to turn the world upside down. He continues his work in the church today through his Holy Spirit, changing hearts and using ordinary people like us. That's pretty good news. That's pretty cool. Any other thoughts on the book of Acts? Yeah. We're that salt and light even today as they were back then. And, and God uses the church in amazing ways. I, you know, it's, I, I, I'm amazed how he uses the church. As, as fallible as we are, as sinful as we are, as messed up as we are, there's no perfect church, you know, even though Mike Henderson might think this is the perfect church. <laughs> uh, you know, there, it, 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 it it's amazing how God is perfect. He's righteous. He's the one. This is his church, you know, and, and he accomplishes his work through it, amazingly enough. blessed yeah. no that's true it is a blessing and we need to appreciate that i think too yeah much less to have his word his very word you know uh, you know they the old testament it was kind of spread by word of mouth i mean they had the word not necessarily always written but it was there in a different way, maybe, than we have today. Of course, after Jesus came, it's neat to see the fulfillment of all the promises and how we have that today. So, Any other thoughts about the book of Acts? There's so much more, so much more. I mean, how much would we know about the early church without the book of Acts? Very little. This is the one book. It really shows us what happened in the early church. Um, you have the epistles and you have, you know, other things, but we really wouldn't know all the goings-on of, you know, Saul's conversion or, you know, I, you know there's so many, so many things that it gives us insight to that's uh, pretty amazing for the church even today. Jerusalem Council. All those meetings that we have as Presbyterians all stems from that Jerusalem Council. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's. Yeah, did you have something? 
Not PS5. Even, even, though, even when it seems like our society has fallen off, you know, the deep end, um, the church is still here, and uh, his gospel, his good news is still here, and he is still working in a mighty way through the church, even today. So. Well, let's close with a word of prayer. Lord God, we just thank you so much again for your word and how precious it is to us. Uh, we thank you for the book of Acts and that you have given us just this glimpse into the early church and... And even for us today, how you continue to work through your Holy Spirit. Uh, continue your good work in each of our lives to show us your grace, to show us your love and mercy and how you chose us for your purpose and for your glory. Uh, continue, Lord, uh, to encourage us and strengthen us. Bless us as we go into worship uh, this morning. As we hear your word again, we just pray that you would work in each of our hearts to bring us closer to you. Your word is so awesome how it cuts even between bone and marrow and to our very souls. And we just thank you so much for your word and how you continue to show it to us today. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.